Hey mama, if you're anything like me, you may have never wanted to be a mom. And maybe along with that, you experienced some birth trauma. I get it. I did. I never wanted to be a mom either. And that's why I created this just for you. So follow along on this journey as I share with you my real life experiences and tips and tricks and all the things to help encourage and empower you along the way. Hello, happy Wednesday. I am so pumped to kick off this new series. I didn't announce this last week, but we are starting a new series based on the Birth Trauma Summit that is happening this June, June 1st and 2nd, and this is the first of I didn't even count the number of episodes, but many episodes, I will get back to you on that, in this Birth Trauma Summit series. Now, this series is going to be so incredible because each week we're going to have a different speaker who is going to be at the Birth Trauma Summit uh, share a little bit about their niche, their practice, their offerings, what, how it can benefit you as a mom who has experienced a traumatic birth, birth trauma, and why it is so important to attend the Birth Trauma Summit this June. So, like I said, this is going to be so amazing, and I just can't wait for you to listen in to today's episode with Lacey Farrell, who is a Splunkna practitioner, an advanced Splunkna practitioner. She has so much knowledge regarding this practice and not only has just taught knowledge, but firsthand experience with it. And I think that's really important to note that all of the speakers in this birth trauma summit coming up have firsthand experience in not only birth trauma, whether that's preconception, pregnancy, labor, and birth, or postpartum, but in their practice. So it's not just that we have learned how to practice what we're teaching, we have experienced it ourselves. So I think that's a really key piece when we're looking at our healing journey, because I don't, you know, I don't know about you, but as, as a mom myself, when I was starting out my healing journey, especially, I wasn't looking for someone who was educated on the topic. I was looking for people who had experienced it themselves and also had education, knowledge, all of that to share. So all of these speakers have so many amazing nuggets for you to take with you and even things to implement like today, now, things you can, whether it's finding practitioners in your area or beginning a practice of some sort, you will leave each episode with something that you can do now. So that is so cool. And with that said, really quick, wanted to give that gentle reminder of gratitude because it is so important to have in each of our days, even multiple times a day, go ahead, pause this, Take a couple minutes to write down a few things you're grateful for. Note, note it on your phone. Take a couple minutes to just pray. Thank God. You don't even have to write it down, but even just spend a couple minutes in prayer because that's really important to calm and quiet our souls too, right? 
So let's go ahead and jump into this episode with Lacey and we will just go right in. Here we go. Welcome, Lacey. I am so excited to have you here and just so appreciative um, that you took time in your day to be here. I, I just feel like it was divine intervention from God because, you know, you and I started on a client coach basis um, and we didn't really know each other even. And now I invited you to be a guest speaker for the Birth Trauma Summit this June. I'm just so grateful that uh, and like I have just really enjoyed staying connected with you um, because obviously this was all like meant to be um, and now I'm super pumped to have you on the podcast so for those of you listening in Lacey's a mom of two from Iowa who experienced birth trauma with her first um, and she experienced the power of splunk therapy. she had a much better birth experience with her second who <laughs> I feel like you might hear in the background that he's adorable yeah. and <laughs> Um, has started her own Splunkna practice as an advanced Splunkna practitioner. A lot of Splunknas in that, <laughs> that intro. Um, so why don't you just go ahead and let our listeners know what the heck is Splunkna therapy, first of all? Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And I agree with everything you said. I know God definitely worked this out for us to work together. Um, and Splunkna therapy is... Well, first, it's amazing, but it is a mix of EMDR, thought field therapy, and neuroemotional technique, along with prayer and dealing with forgiveness. And so it's um, the lady who developed Splunkna used, got trained in all these other therapies and then brought them together and made it put the spiritual aspect in with the prayer and all of that um, so that it can honor God. And because a lot of people can use these things in the secular world, but when you add Jesus to it, you're just going to get extra healing. So um, that's kind of just the brief overview on what it is. Um, yeah, I love that. And I know uh, when you first ever mentioned it to me, I was like, yeah, I've never heard of it. I feel like it's definitely um, lesser known. Um, and I'm just so excited that like now um, we're like knowing you, we get to just, I, I get to help you expand the, the knowledge of it of Blankna because um, I haven't personally experienced it, but like hearing your own experience with it and understanding, having a better understanding now of what it is. I just think that especially Christians need to know about it because it is such a powerful healing modality. Um, so with that said, would you mind sharing with our listeners about your first birth experience and then like how Splunkna therapy came in there? Yeah, definitely. So um, with my daughter, I had, well, first, just a quick overview. It took um, four years of trying to get pregnant with her. And so in that time, it gave me a lot of time to research what I wanted as far as my birth plan and all of that. And so when I went into labor with her, I had all of these things, expectations and hopes of how I wanted it to go. And um, my nurse that I had wasn't very welcoming of my birth plan. And um, so that was kind of the first part of it. And then just she got stuck while I was delivering her. And um, this whole time, everybody had been so encouraging the labor and delivery um, 
nurses and doctor and my husband and my mom until all of a sudden now everybody's freaking out and yelling at me. And I just didn't understand what was going on. It took me a minute to realize that she was, there was an issue. I still didn't know what the issue was, but um, I found out, I realized later that she was stuck and her cord was compressed. So they just needed to get her out. Um, so after that, I, they took her off and was trying to work on her and get her blood sugar and all of that. And um, after everything was done, the, and, while they were examining her, the nurse um, you know, took me to go to the bathroom and I couldn't go and to go pee. And I knew that I needed to go. I could feel that I needed to go. I knew how to go. I just could not get my body to relax um, because I had went through something so traumatic. I just um, honestly, I think a big part of it was just afraid that if I relaxed enough that like my insides were going to fall out. And so I couldn't go. And so she was like, that's fine. She took me back to my hospital bed and I laid there. And, um, for the next couple hours, randomly, she would try to get me to go to the bathroom and I kept trying and I kept trying and I wasn't able to. And finally it's like, okay, if you don't, if you're not able to go in the next like 30 minutes, we're going to have to give you a catheter. And I was not wanting that at all. So thank my older sister who is also trained in spontaneous therapy was at the hospital. And I told her, I was like, you have to work on me. I know that this is emotional. I know that this is from my traumatic experience that I just went through and I don't want a catheter. So please work on me. And she did. We had an amazing session. Um, I don't have all of the notes and it was such a crazy time, but I do know that some of the things was, I was feeling like a bad mom um, because after after she was born, they, I couldn't focus on her. My whole, you know, birth plan. I've wanted this girl for four years and I finally got her. And all I planned on beforehand was just skin to skin for the first hour. Well, after she was born, I also was hemorrhaging and having my own issues and she had her health issues. So we couldn't be together. And I felt a lot of guilt around that. And, um, yeah, just felt like a bad mom. So that was the main thing that stuck out to me from that session. Um, and it was also really amazing because my mom and my husband and my sister were all there. And so they were able to realize the lie in that, that um, I wasn't a bad mom. And they were able to all speak life to me about that too. And tell me, um, you know, I had done amazing and they were so proud of me and all of that. But um, so as soon as we got done with the session and we ended in prayer, I, the nurse came in, she came in as we were praying to close it up. And um, so as soon as we got done, I went to the bathroom and I was able to go to the bathroom and it was just such a miracle to me and just so amazing to see that instant of healing, to see um, the work literally like the benefit literally as soon as we were done with it so that was really exciting that's the story that I like to tell people the most because it was the time where I saw just instant impact and um because just depending on what you're working on if you're working with trying to heal depression that could have years and years of traumas and um things fuel added to the fire so it could take more than just one session sometimes to completely get rid of depression or anxiety or migraines or some things but because this was that one session that I needed and just to see the healing right away 
was so exciting and just show, you know just another uh okay we're gonna take a quick break and then get right back into things you do not want to miss this all right so you keep hearing all these things about the birth trauma summit of the year coming this june the first and the second 2021 and there is so much reason for that it's a two-day summit where we're going to cover not only how you can begin your healing journey after experiencing birth trauma, but how you can best support a mom who has experienced birth trauma. Because we know that's not always easy and it can feel uncomfortable. But more importantly, we are going to inform you. We are going to share with you healing modalities. We are going to make sure that you are equipped with all the tools, resources, practices, all the things for your healing journey, and for helping others. So again, you do not want to miss this. There are limited early bird tickets ending March 31st. So go save yourself a spot through the Eventbrite link in the show notes, or you can simply Google Eventbrite Virtual Faith-Based Birth Trauma Summit, and the, it should be the first page that pops up. We can't wait to see you there and serve you in this way. It showed me that God was working through Splunkna, that he was blessing that work and that he was really there healing me. Um, Because with Splunkna, we don't ever give the credit to the Splunkna practitioner or to the healing modality itself. We know that God is the one that brings healing. We know that God created our bodies to work this way, that, um, you know, we can hold different emotions and different body parts. And um, he created our bodies to be so unique and so um, amazing. And we're learning more and more of science as time goes on, just how intricate it is. And so I'm just so grateful that he, God wants us to partner with him in healing. He can, God can heal anybody of anything, anytime. He doesn't need anybody's help in that but because he loves us so much and he wants us to partner with us he allows us to be a part of that whether so whether it's talk therapy or uh, splunkna therapy or just all the different possibilities out there god wants us to work with him to bring the healing so i'm just great grateful for that Absolutely. I I love that it all brings glory to God. And like you said, not the practitioner necessarily, but that he's using them as a tool um, to do the work. So I just love how you worded that. Um, And it's a great reminder because I think it's easy to forget sometimes. So then um, that's really amazing to hear how Splunkna like so immediately impacted you in that moment. Um, in your experience or what you've seen personally, is that typically how it goes? Like it's accelerated healing, it's immediate impact in some way, shape, form or another? Um, so like I said, it all just depends. I think that no matter what, every session you're going to bring healing. Um, it's not necessarily, like I said, you're, if you come in for one session and you come in and you're wanting to work on depression and we bring that before God. And, um, always when we're doing the work, we, you know, we ask the client what they want to work on and maybe it's depression, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's, um, 
intimacy issues or whatever, we always bring that before God and we tell him that's, you know, what we're hoping to work on. That's what the client wants to work on. But we also give it up to him and we know he may have something more important for us to work on. So um, maybe I'm there wanting to work on intimacy issues, but God knows that I'm struggling with addiction or depression. He may want to take us there first. Um, But yeah, I think no matter what you, I truly, you're going to get healing on a certain level from every session you're ever going to do. Sometimes certain, certain issues are just going to take a few sessions because with depression, you may have over the years, just each new trauma adds more fuel to the fire. And so the enemy likes to come in and try to see how many different ways he can get you to like agree for a symptom. So um, it may, yeah, you may have, if you're 30, you may have had four different real big traumas that um, really just added to your depression and made you believe that you should be depressed or that life's not worth living or whatever. So, um, but yes, every session is going to bring healing. And um, I love, I've worked on my husband before and like, there's times where we get done and he is like, I can feel, he feels different. He says, I, I know that there's healing in that. And so that just makes me really excited to see, you know, the symptoms wearing off after that. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's amazing. So then I'm sure some of the listeners are wondering, is this a practice that I can do on my own at some point, or are there parts that they can practice themselves? Like, is there somewhere they can go to learn about this where they're able to do this themselves or certain techniques to do? So one thing, if anybody's interested in anything, whether it's to be come to learn how to do it or where they can find a practitioner to be able to help them. um, I suggest going to website, which is www.splunkna, which is S P L A N kna.com and on there they have testimonials they have um, a search area where you can search to see if there's anybody around you who does it um, and they also can give you information on if you want to learn to do it yourself Um, it's not something in general that like I could just give a brief overview and somebody could go do it. There are pieces like the collarbone statements, um, which are kind of like positive affirmations that people can do on their own. And um, depending on the person and also sometimes like after a session, the practitioner may give them homework of things to do on their own. Um, So if they have been dealing with, depression. Um, I just go to that one because I know that that affects so many people, but say somebody's been dealing with depression there. Um, they may be given work of things to do to help lighten that load and to help pour in the positive. So with Splunkna, we, we break off the negative, we break off the depression and all of that stuff, but we also pour in the positive too. So we may do creative emotions to um, help help get you more to a balanced state faster. Um, but yeah, if any if anybody's interested in it, I really suggest going to that website and um, finding a practitioner. Or also, um, there's an email option in there because sometimes um, so there's three different levels with Splunkna training. There's level one, 
which is just the beginning. Um, but at any level, people can bring healing. Um, God will meet you where you're at. So for me, when I was in level one, I could have stayed there and not gone up and learned anymore. And I could have brought so much healing to people because God will just work with what you know. But I have gone to the second level, which is advanced level. To be on our website, you have to be have gone through the second level and be certified. But um, so if you can't find somebody by searching for your area, reach out to them through the, they'll give you an email on the website to see, because there could be somebody who just hasn't gotten their certification yet, but they're still totally able to do the work. Awesome. That's all uh, super great to know. And uh, for those listening in, I will make sure to put that in the show notes, the website, and then about emailing if necessary, so that we don't forget about that. Um, That's super helpful. Thank you. So then, would you, or I know that you also use Blunkna on your daughter too. Uh, could you share a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so that's one thing that is amazing. I'm so thankful to be trained in this because I can work on my kids. My daughter is two and a half and my son is three months. And I've already worked on my three month old because he has gone through womb trauma and some trauma since then. So first of all, I'm just really excited that I'm able to start them young in the healing um, so that they don't have to live with a lot of symptoms that the rest of us have based off childhood traumas and stuff. But with my daughter. um... All right, we're going to take one more quick break. All right, Mama, you know how important holistic wellness is to me. And within holistic wellness, mental health, right? Maternal mental health. But here's the thing. We can't have optimal mental health, optimal body function, optimal focus, energy, any of it. Unless our gut brain access is in check, okay? And I am just so grateful to be partnered with the first ever mental wellness company. We hear about fitness companies, we hear about health and wellness companies, right? But never a mental wellness company. There has never been one before Amari Global. And I am just so grateful for them, for their products that have changed my life. From bet like optimal gut health to mental focus. I am able to focus on tasks so much better than I used to be able to. My energy is steady throughout the day and I wake up with less mental fog. That is huge as a mom, right? But let's talk a little bit about the trauma piece. So we know that gut health is directly correlated to trauma response, to healing from trauma, right? Because it's connected to the brain. They say that the gut is our second brain. So to be partnered with a company that puts mental wellness first and looks at the holistic wellness spectrum is incredible. I will put a link in the show notes for $10 off your first order through Amari Global. So save $10 by following that link. Go check out this mental wellness company and see what they have for you. All right, let's get back to the show. Another time where I noticed immediate healing right afterwards. And I love that. Like sometimes you just may not notice if it's, um, if you're dealing with PTSD around loud noises or something, you're not necessarily going to notice right after the session if you're not put in that situation. But um, one, about a month or so ago, my daughter, we've been noticing she'd been getting pretty 
cranky and she was being really mean to her dad. Like she would just be like, no daddy. And just really angry and frustrated very easily. And so we had went to an event in a local town and then we had to run to Walmart and my husband went in and I thought this would be the perfect opportunity for me to work on her um, because she's in the car seat. So she's contained and she can't run around. Um, so I started doing Splunkman on her in the car seat, in the car at Walmart parking lot. And then we did it on the way home. But um, I don't remember all of the details of that, but basically she was mad at her dad for something, something her dad had done made her feel unloved. And so she was lashing out in anger towards him. And we did the work. We broke off the agreement, whatever it was. We cleared the negative emotions and their fuel behind them. And then after that work was done, my husband was like, this is so me." You know, she started being sweet to him. She stopped being so mean to him because that's really heartbreaking as a parent when your kid is always yeah. telling you, no daddy or no mommy. And they just don't, you know, they're mad at you so especially at two and a half it's just, and they can't explain why so um that was just so amazing to see and that was another time where just my husband was like so excited and grateful and he got to see the fruit of it too and was just like this is so cool you know she is a completely different child now back to her because god created her a very very bubbly happy girl and we knew from an early age that like her Part of her calling is to just bless people by putting a smile on her face. And so to see her angry like that and stuff, we knew something wasn't right. It, it was really exciting to be able to do that work and get her back into her healthy state. That is really cool to hear. Um, I don't even think I knew all of that. I just do like you worked on her. And I think the latest I heard was um, on working with her uh, fear of the dark, I think which was really neat too to hear. Um, but that's really awesome that not only is it healing for mom, like even for like you've been saying depression or like in areas of birth trauma, but for our own children who we often don't even think about traumas for them or things that are weighing heavily on them that could lead to future traumas. So I think that's a super powerful tool to keep in mind um, especially for those listening in who think this might be something that they'd like to learn to practice or like learn more about in general and find a practitioner even for their child, because I think that that's going to create just a whole different generation. Like the more parents that know about this and the more kids traumas or negative emotions are worked on, the better the next generation is going to be. So with that said, how did your second birth experience compare and was there any Splunkna therapy done with that? Or do you think that it was related to previous Splunkna therapy? So um, thankfully I am so incredibly thankful. My second birth experience was a million times better than my first. Um, there were still a little bit of issues. Like he was having a little bit of medical issues while he was still in the womb, but, but in labor um, but everything was just so much better. And I know, I knew when I got pregnant that I needed to make sure that I was good to go because with how traumatic my daughter's birth was, um, well, before I had my daughter, I was never going to just have one child. I was like, you can't just have one, you know? And my husband was kind of like, well, we could just have one, 
And after I had her, I said to him, I was like, you know, maybe we could just stop at one because it was such a traumatic experience. I did not want to go through it again, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I then after a while of seeing how perfect she was, I, I knew that I could do it again because they were worth it. But um, I, when I got pregnant, I was like, I've got to make sure because I did not want to go into labor and delivery and be having anxiety or panic attack or anything like that about what was going to happen. Or even throughout the whole pregnancy, I didn't want to be full of dread of what I was going to experience. So um, I, that was when I, started working with you, um, and doing the birth, uh, trauma reprocessing. And I, at that point I had already done a lot of Splunkna with my sister. Um, thankfully she was back when Ellie was born. So she worked on me like in the hospital right after I had Ellie. And then Ellie had to go to the NICU for 10 days. And so my sister worked on her and I both. And then a couple of times she had been back, Anytime my sister's around, I'm like, work on me because I just know how beneficial it is. So, um, which I can work on myself, but it's just nice when somebody else can do it for you. Um, but anyway, kind of got a little sidetracked. So I, I made sure to do the work with Blancna and with you before I had him, like even before I got further into my pregnancy, because I just wanted to make sure that I was healthy. I couldn't imagine going through it again with all of the negative experiences I had the first time on my mind. Cause I know for sure it would have brought me anxiety and fear. And with the time that we're in now with COVID and all the precautions, I couldn't have my mom in the room with me. Um, when I had my daughter, I had my mom and my husband. And then I had family was able to come after I had her and it was just going to be me and my husband, which I think was a blessing. And I, um, I'm grateful for that, but had I not been able to heal and then not been able to have my support people, it would have just been really a hard thing to go through. So I think both of those aspects helped me to be more prepared the second time. I, I also think just um, different circumstances from what I knew the first time I knew that I was just going to have to push hard and get him out fast so that I didn't have, him get stuck in things, but the, the therapy that I did prior caused me not to have such negative emotions the second time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's really amazing that you have this second story of hope, like for the moms listening in, like there is hope. And if you were traumatized by the first and you're kind of where Lacey was, where she wasn't sure if, you know, she wanted more kids after the first experience, like just knowing that there is hope and that you can go on to experience a better second birth, that it is possible. So thank you for sharing that, Lacey. And um, now moving on to some of the birth trauma summit stuff. So why should those listening in, uh, in your opinion, attend the birth trauma summit and specifically your segment on Splunkna and healing from birth trauma, especially if they're listening to this and they're learning a little bit about it. Um, how are they going to benefit from being at the summit? Um, so that's a perfect question. And I think, um, well, one thing I want to address real quick is I think some people may, maybe they are 40 years old and they had their birth trauma experience 20 years ago and they're not, they're not going to have any more kids. You know, they've had a hysterectomy and they know they're not going to have more kids. So they're like, I don't really need to work on this, but I feel like 
everybody needs to work on their birth trauma experience. Even if you don't plan on having another one, it's important to heal from that. Even if you don't think that it causes you any negative effects, sometimes you will be very surprised at the things like that. Like I said, with my daughter, how she, um, her dad did something that caused her to feel unloved. And that was, um, you know, causing her to be angry. Had I not had this background in Spelunkman and had the tool to work on it, I may not have ever known that that trauma caused that impact. So there could be things in people's life that they don't realize that are affecting them from their traumatic birth experience. So um, if you've had any kind of traumatic birth, I really suggest this. And another thing I was going to say is even, so I have gotten a ton of healing through Splunkna therapy and thousands of people across the country have too. Um, But I think it's important, um, even if somebody's listening and they've heard what I've said today about Splunkna, I think they still need to come and learn about the other healing modalities because maybe they need to, you know, work with the meditation or the gut health or things like that. I think that all of us that are there have benefits. And like I mentioned about God using um, people to partner with him, maybe if somebody doesn't have a Splunkna practitioner near them, or it just doesn't seem quite the right fit for them, um, maybe meditation is what they need or whatever other tool that is going to be talked about there. But um, with Splunkna, I just, like I said, it's just one way that God heals people. God heals people just through prayer alone. God heals people through Splunkna. God heals people through talk therapy. So um, there's healing no matter what. But sometimes God wants you to partner with those people. Sometimes just praying may not bring the healing because for whatever reason, because God is good and I don't know all of his reasonings, he wants you to work with somebody to go through it and really process it. Um, And maybe it will help you in other ways too. So um, I think if anybody's had any kind of birth trauma experience or knows somebody who has, even if you didn't personally, um, but you, your sister did. Um, you could still come and you could find ways to help them. Um, or yeah. Yeah. And I love that you touched on that point about healing, no matter what, even if you don't plan to have more kids, I'm glad you brought that up because like in my own experience, like I don't plan to have more children. Um, so I plan for Sayla to be my only and, you know, God could have other plans. You never know. But in like that just hit home for me because in healing from my birth trauma, it allowed me to be a better wife, a better mom, like to create those stronger bonds to be just a happier, healthier person overall, and just even grow spiritually. And that was the most important part of the journey was, you know, holistically healing, but focusing on that spiritual aspect. And so I a 1000% agree that even if that's not in, in the future cards for you, or you don't think it is healing for you healing for your family and just for, for every role in your life, because in healing, you become a stronger, um, more well-rounded person. And you end up even realizing that there were past traumas, like you said, that you may not have noticed before. And you're able then to work through those as well. Um, then also something you said uh, reminded me of when, when you said, you know, yes, prayer can, um, can heal just itself sometimes 
while yes, that is true, it, it reminds me of the verse, faith without works is dead. And when you're thinking, thinking of your healing journey, so often I think it's easy to think, you know, oh, if I just pray that things will get better, that my mental health will get better, but I don't, you know, put in the work, put in the time, put in the effort that, you know, God's calling me to do in this process, that you might not find that healing you're looking for. Granted, there are miraculous cases where prayer does heal all, um, but just remembering that um, your healing journey is a process and that you do need to take action steps often and do the hard work um, that if if you're just, again, like faith that works is dead. So if you're just hoping that it's going to get better, often it will just, you'll just stay stuck. So that really hit home for me. Um, do you have any other thoughts or advice that you want to share before we get um, your contact information, how people can get in touch with you and all that? Back a little bit on what we were talking about of the healing and um, the relationship with God. So, and, you know, people may feel like I don't need to heal from my birth trauma because I'm not going to have any more. But um, even if you don't necessarily notice an issue or you don't plan on having more, anything that separates us. So traumas and our negative emotions and stuff behind that, that's just kind of like a little bit of a block between us and God. And the more that we can heal and get free from all of our painful issues and stuff, it just opens us up more to God. It strips the enemy of his rights to us to keep us stuck and things like that. And so it just, it just really draws you even deeper into a relationship with God. Yeah. I love that point for sure. Um, so then where can our listeners find you? Like, where's the best place to get in touch with you? So, um, my Instagram is at Lacey JDA or, um, on Facebook, my name is Lacey Farrell. I'm not sure if they're able to find me that way. Cause I'm sure there's a ton of Lacey Farrells. So I may have to give you my handle for that to, um, yeah, but, and I can just throw that in the show notes at a late, like before this releases. Yeah. Um, um, also, my yeah. Facebook page is Life Redeemed. I just started it, so I don't have a ton on there, but that is just a way for people to find me. Awesome. Um, and then, um, do you mind if they message you through your Facebook page as well? No, absolutely. That would be awesome. Cool. And then do you have an email that you like to stay in touch with people with, or do you just prefer social media? Um, no, I can give my email too. It is Farrell, F-E-R-R-E-L, 8412 at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. So I'll make sure to put all of those in the show notes for those listening in so that you can reach out to Lacey with any questions you have. If you need help or guidance in finding a Splunkna practitioner, or if you have further questions or thoughts that you, you know, or questions you want answered or thoughts about it, feel free to reach out to her um, at any point in time. She'd be more than happy to um, answer your questions and help you how she can. So um, thank you so much, Lacey, again, for taking the time to be on here. I'm just, I'm just so grateful for your insight and your wisdom and just like redirecting it all back to God and just reminding everyone that it's God's work through us and through practitioners and using those tools to help us heal. Um, but all glory going to him. So thank you for those reminders.
Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you did that. Um, I am very passionate about healing. I And from what I've seen in my own life, I want that for everybody. And like, it's just, it's really been so cool just to see it in my kids and to know um, one thing my sister had pointed out to me is like healing, you know, something may not seem like a big deal when they're little. Like um, I worked on one of my nieces and we worked around shame and I'm like, she's two. I've never seen her act like she has shame, you know, but that not getting rid of that shame can do such a major impact for when she becomes a teenager and is more likely to feel shame. So um, I just know that this is such a great tool for everybody, no matter your age, even if you're 90 years old, you know, why not heal from your past? Or if you have a newborn baby that's just been born, like anybody can have healing. So, and that's what God wants for us. God doesn't want us to be stuck ever. He wants us to be in deep relationship with him and he wants us to lean on him. And sometimes we just need to get the junk in our lives to be able to do that, to trust and to open up to him. And he, mm-hmm. yes, he absolutely is the ultimate healer and all the glory be to him. He's the one who created our bodies again to work this way and created this protocol. He's the one that led Sarah to um, making this to honor him. So everything up to God. Awesome. So thank you. And I look forward to chatting with you more as the days come up. You mama, you have the power to move forward. You have the power of choice. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to heal. You can choose to move forward.